Today's daf is daf Ayin Tes. We are holding at the beginning of Ayin Tes Medalev at the Mishnah. Zog Dehelga Mishnah. We're going to read a Mishnah, and we're not going to explain it that in that detail because we are going to have more of a detailed explanation in the Gemara. So let's see. Haisa Medas Al Reish Hagag. The woman was standing on top of a roof. And the husband in the courtyard below throws the get up to the roof. When the get reaches the airspace of the roof, she's megureshes even before it hits the roof, the, onto the roof surface. Let's say he's on top of the roof. And she's down below in the courtyard. And he throws it to her. When it, le- when it leaves the domain of the roof, when it just goes outside of the domain of the roof, uh, it, uh, then if, let's say, a torrential rain will come down right the second and erase the get. Onisraf, or a fire will now blaze up and burn it, it doesn't matter because it's already left the, the domain of the roof entering into the space of the courtyard. So the Harez Megureshah, she will already be considered to be Megureshah. So basically we have two rulings in our Mishnah and we're going to explain them a little better in the Gemara as well. So the first ruling was that uh, uh, she was on the, the rooftop and he's on the ground and he throws it up to the roof, as soon as it enters the airspace of the roof, she's considered Megureshes. And again, if a torrential rain will come or a fire will come, in that case too, it'll be Megureshes already. It doesn't have to hit the floor of the surface of the roof. So the Gemara has the following question. We're going to explain this the way some of the Achronim Amaz Rashi. It's a discussion here in the Mephoshim how to explain this question exactly, but this is the way Rashi seems to explain it. Basically, in order for a Chatzar to be Kona, or a rooftop which is functioning like a Kenyan Chatzar, it has to be uh, within the domain of it. It has to be mintar. It has to be safeguarded. It means it has to land within mechitzos of the rooftop. It has to be in a way that it's going to for sure land at the area, in the airspace of which it's landing. But if you are subject to any type of wind or weather change that could blow it away and not make it land where it's supposed to land, so then it cannot be Kona with the Kenyan of Chatzar. In order to be Kenyan Chatzar, it has to be protected within the airspace. The Chorav, you're throwing it from the ground up to the roof, so the trajectory takes it out of the airspace of the Chatzar into the airspace of the roof. How could it be Megureshes at that point? It's still not safeguarded. It's still subject to the turbulence or to wind that while could blow it while it's in the air and you're saying it's already Megureshes in the air the horror should not be Megureshes in the air at that in that trajectory because it's not safeguarded that's the way Rashi seems to explain this Kasha so it says more of a Hale Mintar it's not safeguarded so Amar of Yehud Amar Shmuel Begad Skinon we're dealing with a roof that has a mica. A mica means that it has a parapet. It has around the top of the roof, there is fencing. Which means that in order for it to be Megureshes, it's not just enough that the trajectory takes it above the roof, but the trajectory leading to take it above the roof into the airspace that is being protected by the parapet, by the fencing. Because once it enters into the airspace of the roof that is surrounded by the fencing, <laughs> then it's already safeguarded. The wind will not be able to blow it off the roof. Right? So that's, that's the way the Gemara is answering it. So, 
Ula bar menasi mishmeida avimi amar hacha bepachas mishlosha samuch lagagaskinan. He says a different terrace. Forget about a parapet. Forget about a fence around it. You don't need to come onto that. Yes, there is a concern that it cannot function with a Kenyan chotzer if it's not safeguarded from the elements that it can be blown or blown off the roof. But it's within three tvachim to the surface. Anything within three tvachim of the surface, you apply the law of lovud. What does the law of lovud teach us? That the positive, that, 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 that the limud is, the kol pacha is mishlosha samach lagag. If it's close to the roof, less than three tvachim, kegag dummy. And then you don't have the problem of eina mishtamer, because it's considered mamish like it's on the roof. So therefore, you have two ways to explain how this get is going to be maguresh is throwing it into the airspace of the roof. Either you say there's a fence around the roof, and it's landing within the airspace that is surrounded by the fence. That's answer number one. Or you could say, when it says, when it throws it into the airspace of the roof, it's not Vlavdafka in the airspace, it's the airspace of the roof that's within three Tfachim off the roof, it'll be Megoresh. So those are two options the to learn. Third, it's not the, very high up, it's only when it's in the airspace where the roof is, right? Well, depending on how high the fence around the roof will Just be, whatever that is. is. Yes. Not right. So it says it more like this. Now, let's go with the the, 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 the second case of the roof was that uh, he's on top of the roof, and she is in the Chotzer. Now, the way the Mishnah read is as soon as it leaves the airspace of the roof, as soon as she throws it off the roof, it leaves the airspace of the roof, so then it was considered to be that if a wind, if, if, if a rain came or a fire came, in the Goreshes, once it leaves the airspace, the trajectory takes it outside of the airspace of the... Uh, roof. roof. So means over the fence, let's say we go with the case, there's a fence around, over the fence, into this, into the airspace of the Chatzar, it's Megurashas. The Chor, we have the same Kasha, is that once, it, even if it's in the uh, airspace of the courtyard, but if it's subject to uh, the wind blowing it outside of the courtyard, it's not protected, so it should not function as Kenyan Chatzar, it should not be Megurashas. That's the Norse question. Fregni Mahalamit does not protect it. So what the Mora is saying is like this, that you have to say that the fencing that surrounds the courtyard is higher than the fencing that surrounds the roof. Now why does that help you? Because now as soon as it, the trajectory takes it over the fence of the roof, which means it's left the rooftop and it's entered into the airspace of the courtyard, it's already protected. Why is it already protected? Because the outer perimeter fences of the courtyard are higher already. So the wind can't blow it out of the courtyard. So that's why it's considered to be immediately Megoresh as soon as it leaves the airspace of the roof. So therefore, like, so that's, that's the answer. We're going to have uh, three or four Amoraim that agree with that. That the courtyard, the lower courtyard's fences or odvas are higher on the alalionos of the fencing that's around the, the rooftop. Okay. Whose opinion does this Mishnah seem to go like? Because this Mishnah seems to say that as soon as it's reached, it goes into the airspace, it's already considered like the woman has acquired it. Now, we have a machlokas in Masech Shabbos, just to rem- remind ourselves, what was the machlokas in Masech Shabbos? You have like this. Let's say you have a Rosh Rabim 
on the one side, a Rishasayachid in between, and on the other side, a Rishasarabim. So you have Rishasarabim, Rishasayachid, Rishasarabim. And a person throws from one Rishasarabim to the other Rishasarabim. So he does the Akira, he lifts it up in Rishasarabim A. He throws it to Rishus Rabin B when it comes to uh, it, it lands, but the trajectory takes it in the in flight. It takes it through the airspace of a Rishus Ayochid. So the Chachamim hold that you're not chayev for I mean a deraisa of of havara of, of carrying of hotzah of carrying from one Rishus to another Rishus. Because you need, in order to be chayv, you need an akira and a hanocha. And since the Rishus Rabim it only went through the trajectory of the, I mean, for the Rishus Yochid, it only went through the trajectory of the Rishus Yochid, never actually came to a, to, 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 to rest in the Rishus Yochid, so the Chacham say you're not chayv over there in a Torah. According to Rebbe, he says you are. Because he says there is a concept of kluta kmisha huncha dami. That when something has been captured by an airspace, we look at it as if it's come to rest. And therefore, even though it traveled through the Rishusa Yochid, never came to rest in the Rishusa Yochid, we view it as if what? If it actually did, like was captured by the Rishul Sayyachid. So says the Gemara, Lechorah, our Mishnah says that this woman's considered to be Megureshes as soon as it enters the airspace, even before it comes down to rest. Which would imply that we're going with the opinion of Rebbe that Kluta is Kamisha Unchadami. Because the Chor, according to Rachamim, in the airspace, while it's moving, it's not coming to rest yet. So you shouldn't have acquired it yet. You should not be Megoresh. That's the one who wants to make that Sushtel between Gitin and Shabbos. We'll see if we stick with it. Well, let's see it inside. So says the Gemara, Amalei Rabba Rela Keman, whose opinion does this seem to go like? It is going to Rebbe, to Amar Kluta Kamisha Unchadamiya. That Rebbe holds, that, uh, that, that being captured by the airspace is like coming to rest. So, Amar lay. So, the Gemara says, Ula said to Rabbi Abba, it's not a good sushtel. Afilu It could be Legabe, the case over here by Gitin, where we're dealing with the Kenyan of Chatzar. We're not talking about a din of Shabbos. We're talking about the Kenyan of Chatzar. It could be, you could make a distinction that maybe even the Chachomim would be in agreement with our Mishnah. Why? Because Adkan Lopli Rabbonin lay the Rabbi Ilinian Shabbos. By Shabbos, there's a specific halacha. You need an Akira and you need a Hanocha. And they hold that in order for it to fulfill the laws of violation of Shabbos, Yidim Alocha, Hanocha means a Hanocha. What does that mean? It actually has to come to rest. If this thing is still moving, it's not considered to be a Hanocha. That's the God by the Din of Melocha by Shabbos. Here it's a Kenyan Chotzer. In order to be considered a Kenyan Chotzer, Chotzer, the function of Chotzer is that it safeguards the item. Well, as long as it falls within the walls of the courtyard, even if it hasn't come to rest, it's already Guardian. safeguarded. If it's already safeguarded, that Kenyan has already acquired it, and the Melish, she could be Megureshes. So therefore, you don't necessarily uh, have a right to make it parallel, because it's not really parallel. Right. So it says in one of is because of safeguarding. Who and if it falls within the walls, Hakaminter, and therefore she's Megureshes. The exact same Shaklataria happened in Eretz Yisrael. That Rav Asi said in the name of Yechonon, that the way you make the woman Megureshes when it's thrown off the rooftop into the courtyard, you have to say that the outer perimeter of the courtyard's walls are higher than the walls of the rooftop, and therefore it's safe 
guard it when you throw it in. So Amalei Rabbi Zeir Lerbasi, so Rabbi Zeir asked Rabbi Asi, the Chorah Kaman, is it not going like Rebbe then? To Amar Klut, to Kamishun Chodami, you don't have to wait for it to come to a rest, but being acquired by the airspace makes it like it's considered uh, resting. So Amalei, Filotem Rabbonin, no, could it keep it going like the Rabbonin? Adkan, look like the Rabbonin, the Rebbe, Elalini, and Shabbos, that Machlok is like the Shabbos, where you mamish, they hold it, has to come to a rest. I've only Shach, Mishumin Tureh, by Chotzer, it's a Shiloh of, is it safeguarded? Who, and it is safeguarded. So basically the same shaklatari happened in Eretz Yisrael as we learned before in Bubble. Okay, Vaiter. Same thing more like this. We said that in the case of um, uh, when, when the get was thrown from the rooftop into the courtyard and it, in, in, its trage- in the traje- trajector- trajectory rain came and erased the letters, she's already Magureshes. Why is she Magureshes? Because it's already considered safeguarded in the courtyard and therefore the, 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 uh, subsequently, even if it gets destroyed, it's not a problem. Then one is going to add one or two caveats to this halacha. Number one, it's only considered to be Magureshes if the trajectory is on the way down. Means when you throw something, let's say she's on the roof and she throws it above, the husband's on the roof and he throws it above the walls of the roof. So the way the trajectory goes, normally it will go up and then it will start coming down. So even if it's cleared, the, 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 the fencing around the roof and it's already entered into the airspace of the courtyard, we only consider it to be captured by the courtyard for the sake of saying that it's Megureshes if it is on the way down to the courtyard. But if it's still on the way up, it's really traveling away from the courtyard. So it's that's not you can't say that it's Megureshes and that's captured by the courtyard if it's traveling away from the courtyard. So the trajectory up is not if let's say it gets ruined in the trajectory up would be Aina Megureshes. Only if it's Nimchak on the way down. Even if it's within the outside. Even if it's within the outside, correct. <coughs> it says it more like this. That's the, the ruling over here. Nimchak. Amr Nachman, Amr Baravua, Loishono Nimchak Derech Yurido. Only if it's Nimchak on the way down. Aval Nimchak Derech Aliyah, but if it's Nimchak on the way up, like, it would not help. It would not be Megurash. It's my time, what's the reason? Because Me'ikora Lolemenach Koi. Because its initial ascent is not for the purposes of coming to rest. Meaning the energy that's propelling it upward is not energy that's going to cause it to rest. The only time the energy is causing it to rest is when Down. it's propelling it downwards and only then we, we say we can look at it like it's resting, not when it's on the way up. Alright, yeah. that's what he said. Nisraf. Now, the second case was if there's a fire. Let's say you have, again, you, th- you, you, you threw it up and even if the trajectory now is on the way down and, and it caught up in flames, it says that it's Megureshah. So this is going to be a very important point. The fire, the blaze, had to be set after the tra- descent downwards. If the fire was already there from the beginning, it really was not something that could ever come to rest. So therefore, in order for the fire not to revoke the status of the get, it has to be that the blaze has reached a point that it could burn this get only after the descent, the trajectory down. Everyone got that? Mm-hmm. So why is it like this? So, the get, the, 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 the get uh, uh, descent had to be occurring prior to the blaze. 
But if the fire was there from the beginning, loy, it would not be Meguresh. It's my time, what's the reason? Because because this get from its inception was going to be burnt up. It can't be that it's going to be burnt up in inception. There had to be a moment of time that the get would have been able to land safely. Alright. We had this too. He says that by Gitte, there's a concept of Rashuyos Chalukos. So what that means is as follows. Let me explain it outside. Let's say <coughs> the husband makes a Kenyan with the wife. She has no property. And he wants to be able to give her a get. And she's not around. So Mimela says, okay, I'll put it into your safeguarded property, but I don't have property. No problem. I'll be makna you a piece of my property that it could be Kona on your behalf. So let's say he gave her the, the rooftop to be Kona. And he threw the get, and instead of landing on the rooftop, it landed in the courtyard. Right? So you could argue, listen, the husband really is just trying to give her a piece of property for her to be Kona. He's not Makbid. If he would have realized that the get would have landed in the courtyard instead of landing on the rooftop, he would have given that as well. No, we don't say that. When we say is that when a person's Makna a property, his Makbid, that only what he gave is the Makbid. Remember we had that piece of block, with a, we had it a few days ago with a block that's in the middle of the Chatzar. Same idea. Is that there's Shuyos Chalukos in the Gitin. Even concerning Gitin, where his intent is to be Megarasher, there's still a Hakpod of what he actually what he gave, and you cannot say, well, it's close enough. No, it doesn't work that way. It has to be specifically on what he gave, and not on anything adjacent to it. That's what it means. So Shuyos Chalukos begitin. So Amalei Rami Barachama L'Ravu. So Rami Barachama asks Ravu, Minalei L'Sabaha. Where does Saba, where does Rav Chista know that from Sabra of Chista the elder where does the elder of Chista know this din that you don't say well listen he's Michael he, if he gave it next to it it's good enough where, do we, where does he know it from so he says Amalei Matnissin it's our Mishnah the Mishnah we just learned on Ein Tess in, in, in Gittin why because the Chorah says the husband was on the rooftop and he threw it to her now the assumption that just that that that, 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 that what the word is, is is presupposing here is that the mission is all talking about the same case in terms of who owns the property right so let's see the cases so it says like this halt cup it says i saw she's on the rooftop and 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 he's on the ground at the chotzer when the get, this is the first case, reaches the airspace of the roof, it's considered a Goreshes. Now, the Maya Skinner, who owns what? We know where people are standing, but who owns what in this case? If she is the owner of both the courtyard and the rooftop, then there's a problem with the case. Why do you have to have the get enter the airspace of the rooftop, the Choroshi should already be Megureshes when it goes into the airspace of the Chotzer. So the Choroshi, Why do you have to get into the, roof, the airspace of the rooftop? Ella must be, it's the Gag Didei, the Chotzer Didei. Let's make it that it's his courtyard and his roof, because usually courtyard and roofs go together. So whoever's courtyard it is, it's, so it's his courtyard and his roof. The problem over there is, then how does it help that it enters in the airspace of the roof if the roof doesn't belong 
belong to her, the root belongs to him, it doesn't work either. Even if it reaches the airspace of the rooftop, my how does it help? So obviously the case must be, you have to split it up. It must be that she owns the, the rooftop, and he owns the uh, the courtyard. So that would be the simplest case to work. That now he's throwing it from the courtyard and only she's Megureshes when it enters into the as for the rooftop. Problem is, let's take a look at the next situation. Again, we're assuming that the cases don't change as to who the ownership is. So let's let's take a look at the next case then. Let's look at the second ruling. It says who Milamala. Let's say the husband's now on top of the roof, which we already said was her roof. And she's now on the courtyard, which is his courtyard. It says once it leaves the, the, the uh, airspace of the roof, or the uh, or, 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 and it gets erased or gets burned. Hareiz megureshes. It's all it's megureshes. Now lechora ibegadi da. If the rooftop is hers to begin with, vechatzididei, and it's the courtyard that's his. So my megureshes. Why would it be megureshes dafka when it leaves the airspace of the courtyard? The airspace of the courtyard. Of the, of the roof. Well, the, 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 the courtyard is his. So why do I have to go into the airspace of the courtyard to be Megureshes? The Chorah, it's his courtyard. Right? Ella, so must be that in the Sefer, what are you telling me? It must be Begagdi Dei Vechotzedida. It must be that the, roo- that the roof was his and the courtyard was hers. That makes sense. Now it reaches, leaves the courtyard, the space of the air, of the roof, and goes in the airspace of the court. It's Megureshes. So Lechora, I have a kasha. Now you've made it that there's two, there's two scenarios, but you're making them completely different cases. Reisha begagdi da vechotzedi day. And the safer, you're saying it's gagdi day, it's his roof, vechotzedi da. So therefore, and that the Gemara at this point doesn't want to do, because the Gemara is assuming that if it's, if it's one Mishnah, you want to keep things as, uh, the symmetry, uh, as symmetrical as possible. So Gemara says like this, Elam, Lav, must be, is Enachinami. It must be that he could be, he owns both the roof, and he owns the, uh, Courtyard, which again, that's the, the normal case would be the same person owns both. But he's lending her, in order to be Megureshes, he made a Kenyan to give her a piece of either property, depending on which case, in order that it should land in that place for it to be Megureshes. That makes sense, says the Gemara. That must be the case, even though it's a change, but it's a minor change because still he's the owner of both. So one says like this: Elalav, it's the Ushla Makom Dechad, the the Makom Dechad, the Ushla Makom. No, the Ushla Makom that he lent, he, he was makna to her. He lent her one one uh, one strip of property, either in the courtyard, in the one case when he's on the roof, or on the on the roof when he's in the courtyard. Now, what do you see? You see that it's only Megureshes when it lands on the property that he lent. The Chorah, if a person is not Makbid, so in the Chorah, even when it didn't land on that particular property, anywhere within the vicinity should be already Megureshes. So what do you see from there, says Rav Chista, is that when a person is a Makna, even for the case of Gitin, it's Chad Makom is Makbid, he's not in adjacent areas, he's not giving over. So therefore, the Chad Makom so it's a little bit of a uh, a, 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 a 
long way of trying to bring the proof. But said Reb Chista, that's the way you bring the proof. Simwara says, ah, oh, we don't agree with that necessarily. That this was, uh, who's speaking over here? Ula, I don't know what it was. So Ula said, I'm a lay. He says, me the area. He says, what's the proof? He says, the Chorah, why do you have to say that it's talking about the same exact scenario in the Reisha as the Sefer? They're standalone cases, and therefore the Reisha is and the Sefer is which would be the simplest way to learn the Mishnah. Yes, it changes it a little bit, but that's, that's what the Tana intended for us to understand. And therefore, if you learn that, then you cannot bring me a Raya. In Achinami, it could be that if he owned both of them, and he gave her a little piece of the roof and it landed on, uh, on, the, on the courtyard or the other way around, it would still be Megureshes, maybe, because you don't have to say Chad Mokam Mushli Inchi. You don't have a riot from here at Chad Mokam Mushli Inchi. You don't have a riot necessarily. Alright. Amar Rabba. Sholosh Midos Begitin. There's three characteristics unique to the laws of Get, as opposed to Shabbos, we're going to see. Hada Amar Rebbe. The first one is that even though Rebbe said that Shabbos, that if it travels through an airspace, it's considered like it's come to rest. And Pligi Rabbanon Alei and the Chachamim disagree with him. They say that unless there's been a Hanocha, we don't view it as if it's come to rest. Hanimilali and Shabbos. That's a Shabbos machlokus. About Hocha, like we said before. But Lagabe Chatzar, in Kona Fugitin, Imishum in Turehu. It's based on is the courtyard safeguarded? If it's safeguarded, then Lachora, then the get is safeguarded in the courtyard. It's Kona, even if it hasn't come to rest. Vahamintur and safeguarded, go walls around it, it's Megureshes. Even the Chacham would agree. That's one, number one. And the second halacha is what Rav Chista said, Lagabe Shabbos. We know, by the way, that Roshusa Rabim, it's only considered to be a Roshusa Rabim up to a high, high, how high off the ground is it considered Roshus HaRabim and Roshus HaRabim? Ten Tvachim high. A Roshus HaYochid goes all Adla Rakia, goes all the way up. So, therefore, what would be the din if somebody is standing in Roshus HaRabim and he throws something and it lands on a pole in Roshus HaYochid that has on it some type of receptacle? like a little uh, flattened basket or something, and he threw something from the Rosh Rabim, and it landed on this pole that is very high. This pole is very, very high off the ground, and it's, but it's, it's, and it's above any walls that surrounds it. The Gabe Shabbos purposes, you have an Akira from the Rosh Rabim, you have a Hanacha in Rosh Hashanah The pole could be 30 feet off the ground, but in Rosh Hashanah that's considered Rosh Hashanah So the Gabe Shabbos purposes, you would be Chayef. However, the Gabe Gitin purposes, even if the courtyard belonged to the Isha, and the husband tossed the get and landed on top of the pole on the, on the receptacle, 30 uh, feet off the ground, but it's beyond the... Uh, the walls of the courtyard, it's not mentor, it's not safeguarded. And since it's not safeguarded, it would be Aina Maguresha. So that's the, that's the second halacha. Why it's not safeguarded? Because it can blow away. It can be blow, it can blow out, out of the courtyard. <laughs> if someone planted, dug a pole into the ground and there's some type of flattened basket, a receptacle on top of this pole, on top of this, uh, 
pole, for Zarak, and he threw an object from Rishus Arabim, for Noch al Gabav, and it landed and came to rest on top of the pole. I feel a Gavar even if it's a hundred Amas high, for a Shabbos purpose, it's Chayev Lefish, or Rishus Ayachid, all out of Rakia. Because the Gabe Shabbos, Rishus Ayachid goes all the way to Rakia. But Hani Mila in Shabbos, that only is a din by Shabbos. But over here, by Chatzar, to be Kona for the Isha, it has to be in Ture, it has to be safeguarded. And that's not considered safeguarded, and therefore that would be Adam Agureshis. That's Halacha number two. Halacha number three. Lo yamad adam begagze veyiklot negeshamim megagoshel chaveiro. There is a din. The chachamim came along and said that even though minat Torah, you're only in violation when you take from rishus ayachid to rishus arab, rishus arab to rishus ayachid. But from one rishus ayachid to another rishus ayachid, really there is no problem. The chachamim came along and said that without an eruv chatzeros. You shouldn't take even from one Rishus Yachid to another Rishus Yachid because people are going to come to take from Rishus Yachid to Rishus Rabbim if you take from one Rishus Yachid to another Rishus Yachid. Now what happens if a person has got one rooftop? You have adjoining rooftops, right? The houses are separated below and on top the, the, the rooftops are adjoining. And there's rainwater that's collected on top of one rooftop. So the person wants to lean over the rooftop A, and scoop up water off the rooftop B. So even though Minat Torah, it's one Rosh Yachid to another Rosh Yachid, it's not a problem. But the Rachamim said that even by rooftops, which don't have that much usage, that don't have much, you can, you need to have an Eruv Chatzeros to take from one Rosh Yachid to another Rosh Yachid. And, and before I speak out, and the Chiddush is that the Eruv Chatzeros actually works. Because you're not talking about areas that are commonly used a lot. But even if it's not commonly used a lot, it will work, but you have to have that Eruv Chatzeros to lean over and take from rooftop A to be able to put it into rooftop B. So, Hadam Yehuda Amr Shmuel, Lo Yamad Adam Begag person on Shabbos, should not stand on one roof, but and reach over and collect from the from his friend's rooftop. Even if they're adjoining rooftops, should not do it. Because just as we look at it as two different rishuyos below, per, person A house is separate than person B's house, and you cannot carry from house A to house B. Even though these adjoining roofs, they're adjoined, and they are not generally used that much, so maybe you should just look at it as one space. Even so, not so. Therefore, you cannot. So, therefore, they they below they they're considered separate rishuyos. mamala. So, to they're considered separate. Uh, uh, use they considered separate uh, 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 areas on top as well. Now, hani mili leinian shabbos. He says that's true. Only the gabe shabbos. Avalainian get. But by get, let's say the husband was trying to throw the get onto. Rooftop A, and it landed on adjoining rooftop B. All right. So in such a case that by get, really the only issue would be, and he owns both rooftops. He owns both rooftops, but he was trying to shoot it, throw it up to rooftop A, and he was machna to her rooftop A. He was not machna to her rooftop B. So we just learned a halacha that when you 
give over something, you lend over property, your mock bid, that it's only what I gave you, not what I don't get, give you, that's not the same by rooftops. Because by rooftops, which are not have heavy usage, a person really is not that mock bid. And so therefore, by rooftops, it'll be different than a piece of property in a chotzer or a piece of rock. Their taka, we will say, is that he's not that mock bid, and even if it landed on his rooftop B and it not landed on rooftop A, he, he means to let her use it as well, and it will be Megureshes as well. That's what I was going to say. Aval Inyan get Mishum Kapeidahu. It's really a question of Hakpada. Did he mean to let her use that piece of the uh, roof or not? Bekula Hilo Kabdi Inshi, and it's on our rooftop, which is not something that has much usage to begin with anyway. A person would not be that much that Makbid, and therefore it's only Chaluka Rishuyos Legabe Shabbos, but we don't look at it as a Chaluka Rishuyos Legabe. Legabe get. All right. Amar Abaya. So Abaya, let me set up the case over here. Abaya is going to be talking about two courtyards. There's an outer courtyard and there's an inner courtyard. It means one courtyard is contained within the other. Right? So, She owns the inner courtyard. And the husband owns the outer courtyard. The outer perimeter courtyard, the walls are higher than the walls that are on the inner courtyard. Right? Everyone got the case over here. So the walls that surround the husband's courtyard are higher than the walls that surround the woman's courtyard that is on the, on the inside. The and the husband in the outer courtyard throws a get to her courtyard. Right? As soon as it clears the walls of the inner courtyard, why? My timer. Because the, the inner courtyard are, is protected by the walls. Not because I have to shemaim. It means the air, the air, the wind is not going to affect the inner courtyard. What, what, it's you, the, the, even though the walls are on the perimeter of the outer courtyard, they will still offer protection for the, uh, inner courtyard. So it doesn't have to go within, it doesn't have to go within the walls of the inner courtyard. Even it went above the walls of the inner courtyard, as long as it's within the walls of the outer courtyard, it's considered protected and it's considered megureshes. That my time, because pnim is gufa, because the, the, the inner courtyard itself, the mechitzachetzana come into, are protected from the walls of the outer courtyard. Now, that's only true when you're dealing with two courtyards, an inner courtyard and an outer courtyard. However, it would not be the same, says the Gemara. What happens if you have two boxes, two containers? There's an outer container, a larger container that belongs to the husband, and there is an inner container, a smaller container that belongs to the wife. And the husband wants to throw the get to land in the wife's container that it should be Kona for her. In such a case, the woman will not be Muguresh's until the get lands mamish in her container. It's not enough to clear the walls 
of the out of the inner container. I why don't we say the same thing? Since the outer container walls are higher than the inner container walls, and therefore once it's cleared the walls of the inner container, it's considered surrounded by the walls of the outer, the same case by the chutzer. So why don't we say the same thing? So Morris is gonna say is that there's a difference between Binkona with a Kli and Binkona with a Chatzar. The purpose of a Chatzar is to protect. So as long as you have protection, even if it has not come into the actual court, landed in the courtyard, it's already considered it's functioning like a chutzer. By a container, the purpose of a container is not just to protect the airspace. A container, the function of a container is that something should be actually contained, landed within it. So therefore, by the chutzer, it can only be considered megureshes, by the uh, container, it's only considered megureshes if what happens, but actually lands in the inner container. That's what the Gemara is about to say. So let's see it inside. Masha ain kein be kupos, which is different with boxes. Shtei kupos zu zu. If you have two boxes, one within the other. Pnim is shalom. The inner box belongs to her. And the outer box, the bigger box, is his. And the husband who is standing from a distance throws the get to her. Even if it lands within the end airspace of the inner one, which will be protected because of the outer one, but even if it lands within the walls of the inner one, it's still anima goreshes until what has to happen? It has to land in the box. My timer, the high learner, because it has not come to rest. And a purpose of a box is not just to offer protection within the airspace, but it's to contain the, uh, the object should be contained within it. So therefore, that's what has to happen there. Now the Gemara takes us back a couple of days ago. Says the Gemara, let's just analyze this for a moment. If her container is within the container of the husband's, why doesn't this create another problem? Remember, we had a Shiloh whether the Kli of a Lokeach can function within the property that belongs to the Mocher. Say the husband owns the house and the woman has a vessel. And you want to put something into the woman's vessel in the, hus- in the husband's house. So, or, or, or a cell. The seller is putting something into the buyer's vessel within his own property. It actually was a machlokus. Some say that a clique can only function if it is outside of the jurisdiction of the seller. So, clique shall lokeach besoch. Uh, the chotzer of the mocher doesn't work. Now, Lachara, if you're telling me that when he throws the get into the inner box, it's, it works for Gerashin, even though it's contained within the outer box, why would that not be considered like a klisha lokeach inside the chotzer of the mocher? That's the Gemara's question. So, Frank, the, yes. So why is it like this? So says the Gemara, Lechayra, I, so even if, even if it comes to rest within her box, have a kelev shalokech b'shuz mocher. It's the kli of lokech in the domain of the mocher. Who? So says the Gemara, what you have to say, if you don't want to say, why didn't a buyer bring a raya for this case, or why is it not taking sides in this case, even though it's a machlogs before, we have to say is the outer box is bottomless. The outer box did not have a bottom. So how does that help you? So the outer box, the land, the ground, doesn't belong to the... It doesn't belong to the seller. The husband doesn't own it. The outer box was just a box without a bottom. So therefore, the inner box had a bottom. The outer box does not have a bottom. So when it lands on the bottom of the inner box, it's not really landing on the land that belongs... 
to the husband. So therefore, it's not a problem. So says the Gemara, It's a third party owns the property or it's Rishus Arabim, but it's not considered to be, if it had a bottom, then Taka, you'd have a problem over here. If it doesn't have a bottom, so you don't have a problem. Can you also say it's Kalim? We can't compare it to the Chatzar? Kalim is where you have the cases, Kalim. Rishus, it's Rishus. It's based on Rishus, not based on Kalim. It's Rishus. Boxes of Rishus. All right, let's go on. Zog Dei Lugunishnam. What's a get yoshan? Let's talk about what happens over here. A guy writes a get, okay? As long as he, the date that he writes it has a date that is written, there's no disqualification of a predated get. A predated get is if you write an early date that really wasn't the right date. He wrote the right date, except he took, three, he took, he took six months to give it to the woman. All right? So, is there a problem with that get? Say, Beis Shammai, a get Yashin is not a problem. We don't have a problem with it. According to Beis Hillel, we do have a problem with the get Yashin. Why? Because the get's only executed six days, uh, six months later. He wrote it in Tishrei. He only divorced the wife in Nisan. So, what's the big deal? The big deal is like this. If in the interim, he was intimate with this woman and he had, and he got her pregnant, all right? So now, it's his wife. Lemaisa, it's his wife. So on one level, it's his wife. Except that people are not going to remember that the get was written six months before it was executed. Okay? The kid is going out in Shaduchim right now, and they basically, they check the get from the mother. What does it seem like? He's born out of wedlock. Because it seems a get was given in Tishrei. They calculate the age of the kid. The kid, one second, you're born, uh, you must have been uh, conceived six months after your mother was divorced. That means you were head out of wedlock. There is a stigma, there is a pagam in being born out of wedlock. It's not a mamzer. They, in modern parlance, they use the, con- the concept of mamzer, but that's not a mamzer according to Allah. But it is a stigma. So to avoid that, they still are going to say you cannot use a, be- be- a get yoshin. Beishel, Beishamai, or Nekel over here, we were not worried about it. Let's see. So Beishamai, Omrim, Poter, Adam, Ishto, Beget Yoshan, Beishel, Osrin, they say you should not do it. Beishu, Get Yoshan, what exactly is a Get Yoshan? Koshan is Yachet, Imo, Ma'achashe, Kosvo, Shekosvo, That any time the, the man was alone with the woman, and we have concern that he was intimate with her, after the get was written, we are concerned that she might conceive from that interaction, and therefore we do not want to hurt the child. We don't let him use that get. Says more, but my kamifliki. What are they arguing about? Zimbaron says, "Beishamay sabri lo amin and gzeira shemayomra gita kodem livno." They said that's a vaitigashashash. The chances they're going to sit there and first of all, who says they actually were intimate? And even if they were intimate, who says they're going to do the math? So to worry about that, beishamay said. That we're not worried about. Basila Sabri Amrin and Gita We do worry that they're gonna think, even though it wasn't the case, but people not realizing the get wasn't executed right after it was written, they're gonna say the child was born out of wedlock. Amrav Abba Amr Shmuel, Im Lo Mean even according to Basila Lua Machmer, they say Lechatchila write another get. But if the woman did not write another get, she got divorced, she, she, she married husband number two, using the get Yashon as her release from husband number one. So if she already married him, 
then what? Then we don't make her. We don't make her go uh, get, leave that husband and say, "Well, and it's an adultery." Now you don't see that you can stay married to the person. It means if she hasn't married a guy yet, you have to write another get. But if you don't, so then uh, then, then fine. Then she don't say it. So that's the that's the first version. Ikeda Amri. There's another version. Means like this: is if she used it as the source of her as a form of a proof of divorce, and she did not bother trying to find a husband to get another get from him. We don't stop her from getting married with it. Now this is a bigger leniency. The first one was only if she actually yeah, got married. The second one, Rashi throws in something and it's hard for her to find the husband. It's hard for her to get the other get. It's difficult enough getting get A. Now she has to go looking for another one. We don't make her go get another get. So, that it happens, the husband gave such a get based on saying, one second, you've got to give another get. If she already accepted that get and now she's trying to get married and now it's very hard for her to go find the husband again to get, the get a second get. So according to the second version, you can use that get as well to even remarry. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over here. This mission is a long mission. We'll start that tomorrow. Sure that case.